Hallelujah. Praise God. Good morning to you all, my dearly beloved brothers and sisters. I bring you all greetings in the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. I welcome you and every member of your family to this day. It's May the 21st of 2020. We give God praise. We thank Him for the opportunity and the privilege to be in the land of the living. Hallelujah. I want us to begin this morning by lifting up our voices and begin to appreciate God for the dawning of this day. Let us thank Him for seeing us through the night. Let us thank Him for the gift of life. Let us thank Him for the miracle of sleeping. As we speak, many are being wheeled into the mortuaries. As we speak, hands and legs are being chopped off. But here we are, alive and well, only because of the mercy of God. And so let's thank God for His mercy. Let us thank Him for keeping the night watch over us while we slept. Let us thank Him for every spiritual attack that He averted. Let us thank Him for every arrow of the wicked He diverted. Let us thank Him for keeping us under the shadow of His wings. Let us thank Him for not allowing the devil and our enemies to exact upon us. Let us thank Him for not giving them opportunities to celebrate, to jubilate, to rejoice and be glad at our expense. Let us thank Him. The Bible says in the book of Job chapter 18 and verse 5 that God puts out the light of the wicked. He puts out their plans and their schemes. Also in Job 5.12 the Bible says that God frustrates the devices of the wicked so that they cannot carry out their plans. Let us thank Him for overthrowing their wickedness, their strategies, their schemes. Let us thank God for demobilizing, for paralyzing every satanic machinery set in motion against us. Let us thank Him for granting you and I and members of our families divine immunity. Let us thank Him for divine providence. Let us thank Him for the supply of His favor, of His strength, of His wisdom, of His peace into our lives, into the lives of members of our families. Our Father, we thank You. We give You praise this morning. Please accept our thanksgiving as we give them on behalf of ourselves, on behalf of our spouses, on behalf of our children, on behalf of our brothers and our sisters, on behalf of our cousins, nephews and nieces, on behalf of our aunts and uncles, on behalf of our parents and even grandparents, oh God. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. 
I want us to go before the Lord. Our God is holy. And they that must come before him must be holy. I want us to lift up our voices and begin to ask God to forgive us our trespasses. Lift up your voices. Our Father, as your children, we come before you. We humble ourselves, O oh God. We ask that you have mercy upon us and forgive us for every sin of our thoughts, of our words, of our actions. Please forgive us for every ungodliness, for every uncleanliness, for every unrighteousness, for every lie and deceit, for every envy and jealousy, for every malice and grudge, for every bitterness and unforgiveness, for every immorality. Have mercy, O God. Forgive us, O God. Purge us from all of these. Purge us of all of these. Sanitize our lives in and out with the precious blood of Jesus. Purify our hearts, our spirits, our souls, and our bodies, O God. Remove from us every garment that is defiled and polluted with sin. Make us whole before you. And please, grant us a place to stand before your presence this day. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father. We thank you, God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Good morning once again, my brothers and my sisters. We thank the Almighty God for bringing us to this day and to this place of fellowship once again. We give Him praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yesterday, I began a series on a subject that I titled The Altar of Baal in Your Father's House. Yesterday, we're able to define the words and the phrase that makes up the topic. We define the word altar. We define the word bear. We also define the phrase, your father's house. And then I went on to talk about how altars are raised. I said yesterday that altars are raised and erected by the kind of lifestyles that we live. Two openings into scriptures this morning. Number one, in the book of Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7, Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7, I'm reading from the New International Version. I read, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. I'll take it again. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. 
God can only be mocked if you sowed an evil seed and you reaped good. God can only be mocked if you sowed a good seed and you reaped evil. But again, scripture is so true. God cannot be mocked. The second scripture that will be our main text as I proceed in this series is in the book of Judges chapter 6. I read a couple of scriptures and then I'll skip to verse 11. Amen. I read. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. Verse 2. And the hand of Midian prevail against Israel and because of the Midianites the children of Israel made them the dens which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds I skip to verse 11 and there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak which was in opera that pertain unto Joash, the Abiezrite. And his son Gideon threshed wheat by the white press to hide it from the Midianites. Verse 12. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Verse 13. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then is all this befalling us? And where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Verse 14, And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? Verse 15, And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. I want to skip to verse 25. And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullock of seven years old, and throw down the altar of Baal thy father hath, and cut down the grove that is by it. 
there was an altar in Gideon's father's house that was speaking to limit him. There was an altar in Gideon's father's house that tied his hands down. There was an altar in Gideon's father's house that tied his feet down. There was an altar in Gideon's father's house that wouldn't allow him to become the mighty man of valor, the commander of Israel's army that the Lord had ordained him to be. There was an altar in Gideon's father's house that was speaking weakness into his life instead of strength. So, I want you to mark this down. Every altar speaks. Whether it's a righteous or an unrighteous altar. Every altar speaks. And so this morning, I want to address the altars of immorality. Altars of immorality are raised through immoral lifestyles such as addiction to pornography, acts of fornication, adultery, incest. Now incest is when a father sleeps with a daughter or the mother sleeps with a son. Rape and gang rape Bestiality, just to mention a few. Now hear me. If you have been involved in any of these acts, if you have been involved in destroying marriages through adultery, if you have been involved in incest, if you have been involved raping a girl or raping a girl if you have been involved in bestiality let me tell you you open yourself up to be afflicted by the devil God asked Gideon to go to his father's house and destroy the altar of Baal. You may need to consciously and deliberately deal with these altars in your life. If not, you may not live a successful life on the earth. You may not become that person God had ordained you to become right from your mother's womb. A 
All of these acts are product of the spirit of the devil. The devil doesn't want you to be blessed. He wants you to be cursed. He doesn't want you to prosper. He wants you to fail. He doesn't want you to live a healthy life. He wants to afflict you. Now he does these through the machinery of deceit. The acts of adultery, the acts of fornication, the acts of incest, the acts of rape and gang rape, the acts of bestiality, are all manifestations of the deceitful acts of the enemy. The devil wants you to be vulnerable to him so that he can attack you whenever, wherever he wants to, so that he can afflict you whenever, wherever he wants to. If you have been involved in acts like these, Remember what the book of Galatians said. It said we cannot fool ourselves. We can mock God. What a man sows, that he shall reap. It's only a matter of time. And I want you to notice this also, that the reaping or the harvesting goes beyond the generations of the sower to subsequent generations in the lineage. Your father could have raped or be involved in gang raping someone 40 years ago. And because of the curse, by reason of that act, His children, his children's children begin to partake of the curse. So when you begin to notice a pattern, a trend in your life, a spiritual trend, I'm not talking about something happening just once. I'm talking about you noticing a trend, a pattern, something happening once, twice, three times, four times. You notice maybe on your birthdays you're always at the hospital. It's been happening since you were 50, you turned 15. And now you're 25. It's still happening. That's a pattern. On your birthdays, you are at the hospital. You notice that your father died at the age of 45. You lost two brothers at the age of 45 each. There's a pattern. 
my brothers and my sisters, I'm going to stop here today. I'm going to continue from the altars of immorality tomorrow. Open your heart. Don't close your heart. Sweep every dirt you swept under the carpet and under the rug. Sweep them out. Bring them out. God is bringing deliverance your way. God is bringing freedom your way. God is about to turn your captivity around. God is about to release you from that bondage. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. I want us to commit this day into the hands of God. I want us to pray that God will order our steps according to His will, His plan, and His purpose for us today. Let's lift up our voices and begin to pray. Our Father, we commit this day into your hands. Order our steps according to your will, your plan, and purpose for us. Lead us, God, in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now I want us to pray that whosoever, man or woman or group of persons, the devil has positioned to afflict us today, to cause us pain, that they all shall fail, that their plans will all fall apart, that the power of God will disarm and defeat them on our behalf. Now lift up your voices, say with me, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that whosoever, man or woman, group of persons, the enemy has programmed to afflict me, to cause me pain today. Lord, I ask that your power will defeat them on my behalf. Let every evil agenda they're carrying explode upon their heads. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name, God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, I want us to ask the Lord for his favor. The Bible says, God, we surround us with favor as a shield. The height labor can get us to, favor can get us there. The things labor can't qualify us for. The favor of God can qualify us for them. Say with me, say, Father, release your favor upon me. Surround me with favor like a shield today, God. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voices and begin to pray. Our Father, we stand upon the authority of your word this day. Release your favor upon us. Surround us with favor like a shield, God. Let your favor help us to accomplish and to achieve those things that we ordinarily cannot achieve. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. We bless and we glorify your holy and precious name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, I want us to use the blood of Jesus as a weapon the Bible says 
that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. And so I want us to use the blood of Jesus as a weapon. I want us to release the blood into the atmosphere, in our neighborhoods, in our communities, into the highways, the local ways, the walkways, upon the trains, upon the buses, upon our vehicles, upon ourselves. Let's lift up our voices. Our Father, we use the blood of our Master, of our Savior, and our Redeemer as a weapon against the power that inhabit the atmosphere. In our neighborhoods, in our community, we disarm and we defeat them. We release the blood into the highways, the local ways, the walkways, upon the buses, upon the trains, upon our vehicles, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask that the blood will help us to defeat, to conquer, to subdue, to overcome every power of the enemy today. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. We give you all the glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right, my brothers and my sisters, I commit you all into the hands of the Almighty God. Set out today in the name of God the Father, in His favor, in His power, in His might, in His mercy, with His wisdom, with His peace. In the name of Jesus, it is well with you. It is well with every member of your family in the mighty name of Jesus. And so until I come your way tomorrow, God willing, please take care of yourselves and stay safe out there in Jesus' name. Amen. 